This is Dr. Robert Frankel. I'm an emergency medicine and anti-aging physician, and welcome to the Modern Man Podcast. In this podcast, we talk about important topics for men, which include male aesthetics, health, and wellness. But most importantly, we try to remove the stigma of male aesthetics because I think that it's important to understand what men can do for aesthetics and how important it is to for their social and psychological well-being and ultimately just to feel and look good. So take the journey with me. It's going to be okay. It's going to be fun. So enjoy it. I think the next episode will be really interesting and informative. So take a listen. Hope you enjoy it. Again, this is Dr. Rob Frankel. Enjoy the episode. Thank you. Okay, welcome back to today's podcast. This is the last podcast of the year. This is Woo! so exciting. We are right near the end of the year, and uh, this is um, our 25th podcast of the year and uh, the last podcast of 2022. Thanks for sticking around for the ride, guys. Yeah, so, and this should be probably one of the most interesting ones of the year. So, I, I think we're leaving the grand finale of the year, so. Which is saying a lot, because there's been a lot of really interesting and entertaining podcasts this year. So, I think this episode is definitely a high one to go out on. That's for sure. We, I mean, we, we've gone from Brotox to... Serial killers, too. <laughs> and now ending it off on another, the second part of the Aesthetic Sleuths yes. Investigate. Yes, so this is going to be case number two of the Aesthetic Sleuths, and this case is going to be our favorite villain, um, TV villain, should be, we should say, and it's not um, J.R. Ewing. <laughs> Who is it, Zoe? It is Simon Cowell from American Idol. Yes. And he's also on a bunch of other shows now. He's on what? Uh, uh, like America's Got Talent, Britain's Got Talent. Yes. Bunch of other, the reality star villain. Yes. Loves uh, to hate on people. So now we're going to do a little hating on him. Yes, exactly. So, uh, yes. Yeah, so he's always the one who says, you're terrible with his British accent and you're, you should go to and do something else with your life and, you know, all that, all that jazz. Being so, very critical yes, and uh, stomping on the dreams of other people. So I'm going to turn the microscope onto him yeah, and so. do a little critical thinking and theorizing on what Simon's done. Yeah, so we're going to take a close look at Simon and see what Simon's been up to and uh, with his aesthetic choices and... Um, He's had an interesting ride with aesthetics. Now, a little bit different than our last uh, topic and our last uh, our last um, person that we looked at who denied that he did any aesthetics, Simon actually admits to doing aesthetics. It's really also hard to deny. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. That's true. But uh, but you know he did he did admit that he's he's done Botox. He's done fillers. Um, I don't know that he's ever admitted to doing surgery, but he's been pretty open to doing both. Um, 
and um, so you kind of you kind of get that you know kind of get that uh, look. So um, we're gonna we're gonna go look at a couple of his kind of progression. So you know like um, we're gonna look from you know his like initial video on the screen, like his initial picture on the screen, um, to um, one of the more recent ones. And if you're watching on uh, Facebook or YouTube, you know, you're going to get to get a real going to picture of what we're what we're talking about, but you can do it on your own. Um, you know, and, and the last the most recent picture of Simon is the most interesting one. Um, and that was, um, I think it was November of 2022. And that was the one he, he came out with like a short snippet to do, uh, a, you know, a small kind of, uh, promotion for one of his new shows. And, uh, everybody just went crazy online because they were like, what happened to you? Yeah. He looks like a totally different person again. Yes. And like beyond, like before, like he looked like himself, but just, you know, like really, you know, like not, not great. You know? Not natural looking. Right. You can tell he's had some work done. Yes. But this last video that, that, uh, he, he put out there was way over the top and, um, you know, so, uh, you know, we're going to go into a little bit of what uh, Simon may or may not have done. and um, His whole aesthetic journey yes. in the last 20-something years. Yes. So, we do know that Simon, you know, like, started out with doing um, Botox, uh, for sure. Um, because, you know, the one thing that you did see that in his initial kind of um, initial changes is he did actually have... A little bit of lift um, in his brows and he had like flattened uh, flattened forehead and um, you know it looked actually pretty relatively natural it looked you know pretty good um, and that was kind of his first kind of jaunt and I, I think that like his initial kind of um, his initial kind of uh, his initial journey with aesthetics was was not too bad I think he they, whoever was working with him you know, was doing a decent job. Um, but then, just like we talked about with, you know, some others, when they, when people say, like, if it works good, a little bit looks good, let's do a lot, and I bet that's going to look really good. Oh, less is more, people. <laughs> and usually, that's the kiss of death, as we say. Mm-hmm. And for Simon, this was definitely the case. So the first thing that um, the first thing that we're gonna talk about is that you know there was a period when Simon's entire brow like just completely dropped, um, and I think that this this was approximately about six years ago. Like he looked really kind of you know like almost angry. His um, his, uh, you know, forehead was kind of low, but his eyebrows were just like almost on his eyes. And, you know, this was kind of, you know, like 
not a great look and a lot of people do this and the reason why this happens is because of the fact that they get too much Botox or Brotox um, because you know it's it's definitely good to have the lines taken taken care of you know the forehead face. lines yeah okay but the problem is is that you have to there's a there's a balancing act um, there's always a balancing act with the forehead because when you when you add you know Botox um, you have to realize that you know there's going to be a, a heaviness on you know the eyes and the eyebrows you know that's going to be there present so for women it's actually there's it there's actually even it's even a little bit more difficult that you have to really kind of balance women because women you have to you know most women want to have a nice natural curvature to their eyebrows which is really important guys it's a little easier because of the fact that most guys don't want that um so you know there's there's definitely two different ways to do men and women for sure um so you know if people if people are injecting you bet you have to make sure that they know the difference between injecting men and women because there's a huge difference between injecting men and women um, because aesthetically it comes out very different now, oh that's really interesting i yeah. didn't know that before so when you are getting Botox, gentlemen make sure that you ask if the doctor the injector has had a lot of experience doing men because if they're mostly doing women you might not get the results you want that's right because of the fact that you know when you know when men are, are men are getting done a lot of times the big issue is that we'll see them um, post getting injected you know elsewhere and they're you know have these funny high eyebrows and um, You've seen this, you know, um, on uh, Star Trek. <laughs> With Spock. That's, a, that's why we nickname it the eyebrow Spocked a little. That's right. Um, and usually people don't like that, right? Um, there's actually a couple of people who, uh, who actually have this, like in real life, who are not, you know, Klingons. Um, <laughs> that, you know, they, you know, they, uh, they think it... You know, guys who you know, like guys who walk around with really high eyebrows, and they uh, they go with it. You know, um, but you know, for the most part, most guys don't want this. They want flat eyebrows. Um, but yeah. very masculine look is having the heavy brow, the pronounced brow bone. So having very curved or lifted brows can come across as unnatural looking. Yes, yes, exactly. So. You definitely want something flat, but but the other thing is that if you, if you get too low, what can happen is is that that you know that uh, those eyebrows could make you actually look really tired, and it could actually make you look older, you know, which really because they drop and the lid starts to cover like droop down also. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So the so the eye the eyes itself can make you look really kind of you know, more fatigued, more tired. And so you have to be really careful with, you know, balancing the fact that, yes, I don't want to have any lines on the forehead and I don't care. I don't care to have any curvature of my eyebrows. So, you know, like it's okay to inject lower down on the forehead, but 
if you eject too low, then you're going to actually get a really kind of, you know, low kind of heavy appearance, which actually can make you, you know, look really tired and kind of fatigued. And, you know, so, so this is what happened to Simon. Like he obviously was, you know, wanted no lines. He probably went into whoever was injecting him, said this to them and, they said, well, you're Simon Cowell, and if I do anything differently that you say, then you will uh, probably roast me on your TV show. <laughs> so I better do exactly what you tell me. So um, so that's what probably happened. I mean, I assume that that's exactly, you know. Right. Yeah. So, um, but the problem is, is that ultimately he didn't realize that he actually looked older and probably worse than he did right very fatigued looking and and i think that that i think that this you know this actually probably um caused his ultimate bad decision at the very end because he he probably looked at it looked himself in the mirror and said wow i look i look like i'm getting older and tired you know he probably didn't realize that what happened is is that you know, the heaviness on his brow was probably causing a lot of this. And, um, you know, he probably didn't need what he ultimately got at the very end, which probably exacerbated his, his real problem. So, so that was the first, so that was the first thing that, that Simon did. And then, you know, Simon kind of felt like, you know, I, I, I feel like I'm getting a little bit kind of drawn in my cheek area or not I don't have those like sharp kind of cheekbones which a lot of guys you know over time do not you know don't have and it's it's definitely something that um you know it's definitely something that is something good to have because it really does kind of you know enhance you know a guy's look for sure um and so um he wanted to get cheek filler, and that was that was his next kind of journey. Um, so he decided to put a little cheek filler into, um, you know, into his cheeks. Now, when guys do cheek filler, it's really super important that the first thing is that you don't want, and I think we talked about this. If you want to like look, you know, strong, and I I don't I would not call Simon a pretty boy. No, right? no, he's pretty rough around the edges. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah, so like you definitely don't, you definitely don't want to project as such, and so you want to definitely have you know like his the projection of his cheeks to be more kind of on the side of the face as opposed to kind of more of like the apple or kind of the front of the cheek. So, so which I think they did probably initially, but the problem was is that all of a sudden, again. Um, what happened is, is that he probably looked in the mirror and said, oh, like, I look better. I don't look as kind of drawn and tired. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to do more, right? And so he did more. And uh, again, he probably went back to that same injector and said, like, I need to do more. And so he did more and he did a lot more. <laughs> it's very apparent. <laughs> To everyone, especially even if you're outside the aesthetics industry. Yes. And it almost came to the point where he looks like, and he 
he could have gained weight too, but I mean, it clearly was that he gained weight in his cheeks and it wasn't because he, I, I think that he was, you know, eating a lot of Hershey bars and, <laughs> you know, like, uh, just kind of, um, you know, like a chipmunk, just, you know, like keeping them, in, keeping them in his cheeks. I think he was like setting filler, uh, you know, in those cheeks and just leaving them there. So he really kind of overdid it, you know, as far as the cheek filler. And you could see the pictures of which were about like a year and a half to two years ago where he just looks just so, you know, like almost inflated, like almost right. Like very bloated. Yeah. Inflated is a good way to put it. Yeah. His face just looks puffy and very not natural. Now, the interesting thing also is that um, he also wore a lot of scruff um you know, around his neck. Now, he might have done this for two different reasons. Now, he might have had, you know, some procedure or he might have been trying to hide his neck fat. I, I, I get, my guess is that he probably had some injections down kind of in, <coughs> in the neck area to kind of dissolve, dissolve a little bit of the fat, um, you know, around his neck, um, something we call Kybella which is, um, you know, these injections that kind of break down fat specifically to the area, um, you know, since he gained some weight and the way that he was trying to hide it was he was, you know, like kept that, you know, a little bit of scruff around his Ground neck. some facial hair, yeah. trying to distract the eye. Yeah. So I think that, I think that, you know, that's a classic tell when you see somebody kind of wearing a little, um, you know, like beard ish that he that usually is not there in the past and so i think that you know simon probably was giving us a little bit of you know i i am not going to show you what i've been doing and uh, even though he again he admit he had admitted on you know numerous different entertainment shows that he has done you know injectables he just never said how much injectables and, <laughs> and uh, how much he's been doing. So, so apparently, looking into his case, there was a t there was an actual episode, and and this is this is kind of documented too, that uh, apparently his son said something to him. Did you did you read about this, Zoe? Did you see anything about um, this? Not about him talking to his son. Okay, so his son said something to him and said, like, his son said, like, like he looked at a picture of his dad and he said, you know, like, Dad, looking at you now, I almost don't recognize you. You look so different. Whoa, and, that is something to hear from your kid. <laughs> right. Now, I don't know how old his son is, honestly. I didn't really get that deep into it. Mm -hmm. uh, his son could be, you know, like four, or his son could be four, 40. Who knows? Right. But, I mean, the point is, is that um, it definitely hit Simon pretty hard. And this was, I guess, the turning point when Simon got very upset, and he got, you know, he outwardly came out and said, that's it, I am going to completely... Um, get off these fillers. I think I've, uh, or, or all cosmetics is what he kind of, you know, promoted. Now, 
this is this was an interesting idea and an interesting thought and it's um, not as easy as it sounds right especially if you've been doing fillers for a decade plus right there's a lot there's more than to just dissolving the filler or right. stop getting it right so the truth is that yes most filler is made of a protein called hyaluronic um, hyaluronic acid. So, so it's a protein that naturally comes from your joints, and it's you know present, um, you know in our joints. It's present actually in our eyes. It's it's in a lot of different tissues in our body. So it's something naturally occurring, um, and it it the good thing about it is that you know when um, when we're hydrated, you know, the hyaluronic acid is very hydrophilic, meaning that it likes to suck up water. Um, so it's, it's a great product for filler because of the fact that it really kind of can expand um, underneath the skin. And it's, it's something that's natural. It's a protein. It naturally kind of will, over time, kind of dissipate, you know, organically. So we always tell people that if they get lip filler, for instance, if they talk too much, it's going to dissipate quicker. Because so, your body metabolizes it. Right. It breaks it down just like any other protein. Um, and it's just like anything else. But if you use tons of filler, it's obviously going to take longer for that protein to break down. Now, there is an enzyme which is called Hylandex, uh, which is you know basically something that actually takes this protein and it could literally break down that um, break down that uh, filler. Now, Hylinex is something that is is not um, something that is going to specifically target filler itself. It's going to break down anything that has hyaluronic acid in it. So like I said, there's many things in our body that have hyaluronic acid, including our skin including, you know, our connective tissue around our, you know, around our skin. Um, so when you inject um, Hylinex, you have to realize that it's not, it's not a, um, it's not a very kind of specific type of injection. Our bodies are going to take this enzyme, it's going to break down whatever it sees that has hyaluronic acid in it. So I think that it's pretty clear that Simon Cowell was true to his word at this time. Um, so you I think, think he went and got his filler dissolved? I do. With Hylernex or something like it? Correct. But do you think it not? It didn't just take away the filler? It might have taken away some of his natural? So you have to think about it this way. So, you know, and I tell patients this all the time. Now, I, we have patients that come in and, you know, they have, you know, um, you know, filler done, you know, hopefully sometime, most of the time done in other places that they're, you know, unhappy with, uh, you know, unhappy with the job and, um, you know, they want to get, um, you know, they want to get things redone or stuff like that. And, um, and I tell them that here's the problem. That we can certainly do that. But the problem is, is that the enzyme that we are going to inject 
is not going to symmetrically going is not symmetrically going to break down the filler the way that you might think or the way that you want exactly. So there's no way for me to say that there's no way for anybody to inject the enzyme and break down the filler exactly the way you want it because it's just kind of like it's taking a hammer and just breaking, you know, it's just breaking down, you know, concrete, you know, like it's not taking a scalpel and kind of like slowly kind of like cutting, cutting, you know, the pieces of, you know, the, uh, the, the sculpture, it's taking a hammer and breaking down the, breaking oh, down. So as opposed to the way that doctors can go in with liposuction and kind of maneuver exactly target specific areas where if you use next to inject it in the cheeks mm. like for Mr. Cowell um, it can it won't do it evenly potentially oh. it's okay. going to break break down you know because of the fact that it is just it, it is just a you know it, it's just a you know metabolic material that just going as it goes in there and just blows out the material it's just like a it's just like a blowtorch you okay. know that's just going to go in there and it's going to take out whatever it sees. And, um, you know, it's going to... And gonna, if you have a lot of filler, it's going to take more than one round of this process, that's, right? Absolutely. Okay. You know, especially if you have, you know, like if you want to get rid of the filler. Now, the other thing is that, again, like we said, that there's a lot of hyaluronic acid in the skin too. So let's just say, for instance, there was filler in the... Uh, let's just say that we were injecting um, we were injecting uh, the Hylonex into you know the filler and it started eating away underneath the skin don't do you think that it might eat away at the skin as well that's what it sounds like well that's exactly what it probably would do and so that would explain a lot for how he looks now so when you look at when you look at Simon he looks completely different. The reason he looks completely different is two reasons. The first thing is that he expanded so much that when he broke, when you broke down the filler, not only did the filler get broken down, but a lot of the tissue underneath his skin also got broken down. So his natural appearance have changed as well because you know, he had like a natural structure that was present. And you're talking really in the, the cheek base area specifically. Correct. Okay. So all of a sudden, like you, you see all that tissue besides for the fact that, you know, he, he, you take a blowtorch into that area, you're going to get rid of all that filler because I'm sure they had to use a lot of the enzyme to break down the amount of filler that he had there. But he also, any of that surrounding tissue probably got broken down as well. So he broke down his own tissue. So the structure of his own tissue also got broken down as well. So all of a sudden, like his, the building blocks of his, you know, house, essentially his skin, are also collapsing underneath his underneath his skin, and so everything underneath the skin is starting to 
you know, break down, get smaller and smaller. And all of a sudden, Simon, who's got like this big kind of like, you know, like burly kind of out, out there kind of look, all of a sudden looks meek and small. And then he does the next thing that kind of changes his appearance, which adds to the effect of... So he, he looks, looks at gaunt. it... He looks gaunt now that Now he looks gaunt, right. Right. Because of the fact that he not only got rid of the filler, but he probably got rid of a lot of the structure underneath the skin, right? Mm-hmm. But then he adds, he adds insult to injury because he probably looked at his eyes and said, hey, you know, I've been looking tired. And he's been looking tired because his Botox has been really heavy on his eyes. If he did the Botox differently or less, you know, strong, he probably would have had, you know, less forehead lines and he probably would have not looked as tired on, around his eyes. But they didn't say this to him because probably whoever was, you know, doing the Botox to him probably said, oh, Simon, you need a lid lift. No, that's why he looks so crazy now. <laughs> it's not the Botox that I've been messing up with the last few years. Right. It's just, you've been tired. You look tired. Right. You're getting older. You need a lid lift. So he had under his eyebrow, like that skin really hung down over his eyes. So when he's up there on stage judging people and crushing dreams... He looked very fatigued, and I can't even imagine how it looked once he got the filler dissolved, because then he looked fatigued and hot, so then he had... So if you're saying a lid lift, do you mean having, like, the, the skin. eyelid skin removed? Essentially, yes. Okay. And pulled back. And then, oh. underneath his eye, he had what we call blepharoplasty, which is a little bit of skin, you know, which, you know, basically the muscle underneath the... The muscle underneath the, you know, the muscle underneath the eyelid, you know, gets kind of weak and kind of uh, gets weak and kind of broken down, and you have to, you know, basically tighten the skin underneath there. Now, usually when a blepharoplasty is done, you don't usually see the white underneath the um, white underneath the the colored part of the eye, which is the iris, right? Mm-hmm. So that really is kind of like important to make sure. Right. But, you never want to see like the top part of your, like the pupil mm-hmm. or the iris. And you don't want to see the bottom either because it makes, it can give you that like crazy eyes look. Correct. But for whatever reason, the way that the procedure was done, you could see the white underneath his eye. And so it's called the scleral show. And so you could see the scleral show underneath his eyelid. And so, you know, it gives you what they call like this ghoulish appearance, you know, like that white underneath the eye. And so you add to the fact that he's gone, he's gone from like a robust, you know, looking face to gaunt from a, you know, like a, um, you know, like a a, very masculine jawline face a strong prominent features right to looking just like dehydrated (laughs) right and his eyes all of a sudden look almost ghoulish right and of course the fact that he looked he went from 
you know, having this heaviness around his eyes to now like his eyes kind of all pulled back and, um, they look very tight, taut. And so just by the fact that everything is already kind of like, you know, kind of shiny and taut, you know, because of the fact that everything is so thin, all of a sudden, this is the appearance that you get from, you know, from where Simon started from to where he is now. That's crazy. So for anyone that's just listening and you're not watching us on TikTok, YouTube, or Facebook, definitely Google Simon Cowell before and after photos because you'll really see what we're talking about. This yes. is, this man changed so much. <laughs> it's, an, it's an unbelievable, like, yes, yeah, so you have to look at the November 22, uh, 2022 pictures of Simon. And I mean, there it's out there. Like you could see it. It's all over the internet. I mean, people are like um, absolutely just going crazy. But if yeah, definitely, we're gonna put it out on our all our you know social media on the Modern Man podcast on Simply Aesthetic, um, you know the Simply Aesthetic Facebook, Instagram. So you know, follow us because uh, we always put clips of our uh, of our podcast on. So you'll be able to see you know, the before and afters on the, um, on, on the, all of our platforms on online, all of our platforms. but, but if not, if you're just listening, um, then do, um, do just Google it. I mean, it's just dramatic. It's really, it's really something else. Um, so it's, you know, like it, it's, it's a pretty, uh, it's a pretty dramatic showing. Um, I, you know, absolutely. When I saw this, I said, you know, um, you know, after uh, Zoe sent me the picture of, uh, you know, Zach Efron, I said that uh, this has to be our next topic. <laughs> and so um, we want to break down exactly why do these people look different <laughs> if you're someone like Zach and you're completely denying it or yeah. you're someone like Simon yes. and uh, completely admitting that, hey, I got all this stuff done. My son says I don't look like me anymore. Right. So now I'm going to go the complete drastic opposite of how I look. And then November 2022, that's what we're working with now. So hopefully he leaves his face alone. Yes. And he doesn't do anything else to it and ages gracefully. And hopefully his doctors just enhance his natural handsomeness. Yes. I mean, that's really the most important thing. So you really, you know, like we always say here is that it's important that, you know, with all aesthetics, you know, you can, you can always kind of just enhance your natural appearance. I think it's, you know, so important for, um, for everybody to do it because I think that it helps not only your, you know, your outward appearance, but also your psychological health, your overall health. I think you feel better, you look better. And I think that ultimately, you know, it helps you, you know, like get motivated to just be healthier. Absolutely. When you take care of yourself, that's all about what aesthetics are for, at least with Simply Aesthetics, is to give yourself that confidence boost so you can go on and tackle the rest of the world. But... Again, just like anything else, you cannot overdo things. And that's really... No. <laughs> the less is more, gentlemen. Right. <laughs> so, so if you've learned one thing in 2022 from the Modern Man podcast, less is more. And uh, what else? What else have they learned this year? 
Well, I think they learn. I think they learned this year that you know, as a as a modern man, you can you know be proud to, you know, say that uh, you know I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to be a better a better man, and uh, you know the modern man is uh, you know maybe not better than the uh, you know the uh, you know prehistoric <laughs> man, but uh, you know at least as uh, at least as good and. Um, all about that inner confidence boost and when you look good and you can walk into a boardroom an er room or if you're an actor everyday man you got to take those holiday photos for your wife and the kids you look good and you always can just be proud and feel confident in yourself and that's what being the modern man's all about absolutely so we are super excited to uh be ready for 2023 and uh we are we have some really great uh episodes and content for uh for that coming and um so thank you again for your listenership and uh we look forward to having a great new year so we we uh we wish everybody a healthy happy holiday season and new year and we will see you back in 2023 so like share and Comment. comment on all of our social media and we'll interact with you guys online let us know what you think about any previous episodes or what you think about simon's before and afters mm-hmm. let us know and then we will be back the first week in 2023 excellent thank you again thanks we'll guys you bye, bye.